My Mum's podcast is recorded on Beer Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and I do hope you're joining me in beautiful Burley Heads next June for the Simply Business Summit. If you haven't got your early bird ticket yet, do it today. Do not wait. You'll miss out. Last year's event in Byron Bay was just so gorgeous. A celebration of women in business, uh, time for rejuvenation in a beautiful place, lots of education from our guest speakers. And this year, our guest speaker lineup is going international. More on that very soon. But you don't want to miss it. You absolutely do not want to miss it. And Burley, Burley Heads, like perfection. Can you think of a more beautiful place to be? You want to join us. You can uh, get your early bird ticket right now at simplystacymorgan.com. And we'll see you in Burley in June 2024. You know, I spend a lot of time coaching um, small business owners, especially women in, in small business. And if I had to pick one thing that, that I hear all the time, one thing that they say to me all the time is, I'm just so unorganized. Um, And the first thing I say is, well, no, you're not, because unorganized isn't a word. Disorganized is the word. And I have my friend Sue Darrigan to thank for that because um, she taught me that. She was saying, stop saying unorganized. Disorganized is a feeling that a lot of small business owners feel. And you know what? You're probably not. It's probably just a lot on your plate and that's okay. I think a lot of the time we get, you know, we kind of feel bad for not being more organized when actually we're trying to organize 40 times more than everybody else. So first of all, give yourself a little bit of grace, cut yourself a little bit of slack because you are doing really well for what you are doing. You are spinning a lot of plates in the air. But if you want to stop that feeling of disorganization and instead want to feel more organized, I often start with three things when I'm talking to my coaching clients. And these are three things that uh, feature in my book, um, the Busy Businesswoman's Guide to Getting More Organized. And it's also the things like the tools that I give people when we first sit down together. So um, one-on-one coaching is is a passion of mine and being able to spend time hearing people's challenges and then giving them practical solutions to be able to go and implement and then seeing the results that that gets. Like there's nothing better than that. So these are the three things that I often encourage my clients to start with when they want to feel less disorganized and they want to um, gain back control of their time and their energy and their money. And the very first thing that I will say is you need to get yourself some kind of reset process. Just going from day to day to day to day to day to day, things pile up. It's like a um, like a tumbleweed that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger as it crosses over the lands. Um, it's for me, the reset is just a game changer. So whether it's a daily reset, whether it's a weekly reset, it's a monthly reset and, you know, best case scenario, no, worst case scenario, but still good is, um, you know, a yearly reset. You need some kind of process in place where you can go, okay, I'm drawing a line in the sand. 
that's done. And now where are we going from this point onwards? And so I encourage my clients to start with a Sunday reset. And I often find that Sundays have that little bit of breathing space. They have that little bit of, you're also feeling a little bit more rested from the weekend. And so things don't feel so overwhelming. Some people talk about doing a Friday reset. I know Laura Vanderkam who writes incredible books that I absolutely love and I talk about her all the time, such a fangirl. She often talks about the Friday reset. I can't do a Friday reset. On Friday, I'm exhausted and I'm frazzled and I'm like, let's just get to swimming lessons and little athletics and basketball and get this over and done with so we can get into the weekend. Uh, So Sunday works for me. Whatever works for you. Some people do a Monday morning reset. Whenever you're resetting, it's important that you spend time, first of all, figuring out what your priorities are going to be for the coming week, the coming month, and figuring out what things are your like non-negotiables. What have you got coming up this week that you just cannot miss? Is it a doctor's appointment? Is it that there's a paper due? Is it that a client is waiting to hear back from you on an email? What are those priorities? What are those things that are going to wake you up at four o'clock in the morning? I want you to grab them with both hands and make a plan. What are you going to do with that? How are you going to remember that? So whether that is, you know, resetting your calendar and making sure that things um, are not just on pieces of paper on your desk, but they're actually in your calendar, they're going to ping and remind you that it's time to go. Whether you um, can actually sit down and prioritize your inbox and go, okay, this is the first thing I'm going to deal with when I get back into the office. This is going to be the second thing and the third thing. Whether it's just a tidy up, you know, I, I often talk about a cluttered office means, you know, a cluttered mind. And so, Often on my Sunday reset, I don't need to do a lot except just tidy up my space, she says, ironically, as she sits in a not-so-tidy space. <laughs> uh, it's okay, I'm not recording this on a Sunday. Um, and those things, I think, are really helpful to be able to start on the right foot, to be able to get off, get your week off to a great start. So those are the things that I do as part of my Sunday reset. I tidy up. I make sure I've, I've had a look at my calendar. I know what's coming up. I know what's to expect. And, um, and I've prioritized what is coming up in the future, whether that's things I have to do, places I have to be, or things that I just cannot forget. So that's my Sunday reset. So I would encourage you to start with that. The second thing I talk to my clients about when they want to be more organized is a calendar system that works for you. And you may have heard me talk about this before because a lot of us are using several different um, modes of calendarness and that's what's making us feel overwhelmed. When we have to go and check in three different places to figure out what's going on, that is just a recipe for disaster. So I encourage you to get one calendar system that you love. If you want that to be a paper calendar, great. If you want it to be a wall planner, great. If you want it to be on your phone, great. It doesn't matter what system you choose as long as you choose one system and really lean into it. So for me, I use Google Calendar on my phone. I can choose the different colors. I can figure out, I can look at my week on Google Calendar and see the different colors and think, oh, this is going to be a good week or the opposite. (laughs) And that is because if my calendar looks like a rainbow, it means I have a really nice balance of work stuff and life stuff and kids stuff and flamingo time. And that is really important to me. If it's just all blue and I'm just working for the whole week, I'm not going to be okay by the end of the week. If it's just all orange, which is my kids color, I'm not going to be okay because I'm going to feel like nothing is getting done and my inbox is going to explode and I'm going to not be okay. The rainbow is what I'm looking for. And so as part of my Sunday reset, I can look at my calendar and if there's not enough rainbow, if there's not enough color there, then during the Sunday reset, I can actually get in and put some stuff in. 
Wednesday afternoon, take the kids to Blue Cow Gelato for a treat. You know, get in an extra block of time to work on some podcast recording or um, to book in another couple of coaching clients on Friday morning. Whatever it is that needs to kind of be blended in, I can do that as part of my Sunday reset on my calendar because I'm using my calendar system. So if you don't have a good calendar system or perhaps you're using a couple of different ones at the same time, I encourage you to just streamline that a little bit. Choose one and just choose one for the next four weeks. It doesn't have to be forever. A lot of people get really, oh, what do you mean I've got to change Um, when it comes to adapting new strategies? But let's just do it for four weeks and see what you think. If it doesn't work, then you can go back to your chaos system. But if it does work, because it's gonna, um, then you can lean into that moving forward. I have a friend who has a calendar on the wall and she just writes everything on in that calendar on the wall and that works for her. Great. Whatever system you find, just lean into that. My husband insisted, I've told you this story before, my husband insisted on getting a big wall calendar um, in our bedroom, romantic, um, and we write everything that happens on it. The only part of the system that doesn't work is that he doesn't look at it. <laughs> so he's very confused when all of a sudden I'm packing my bags and walking down the stairs and going to the airport and he's like, hang on, what? <laughs> so whatever system you're using, please make sure you're leaning into it. And the third strategy that I encourage my coaching clients to um, really embrace if they want to feel more organized is a to-do list that works for you. A lot of us have to-do list systems that are a little bit haphazard. So sometimes we write stuff on the back of our hand. Sometimes we have a post-it note. Sometimes we write it in an actual book, but then we can't find the book. Sometimes we write it in the notes app on our phone. And then no wonder we feel disheveled. No wonder wonder we feel like we don't know what's happening next or what the priority is. Get yourself a to-do list system where you can actually map out your priorities as part of that list. So I'm not just saying grab a notebook and write everything down like the left-hand side of the page. Talk about like anxiety (laughs) producing. That just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Instead, you want to have some priorities. Each day you want to say, okay, these are the three things that I'd like to get done. It should be three. I have four on my to-do list because there's always one. It's always one that just, I end up going, oh no, that needs to be done too. So I have four of them. But if you just start with your top three and if each day consistently you make your way through those top three, you're going to feel so much better. You're going to feel so much better about yourself, about your life, about your organization skills. Everything is going to feel a lot calmer and you're going to feel like you have a lot more control over what's going on in your world. It's just we lose that control when we are trying to use 15 different systems. And I, I'm guilty of this. I fall out of my to-do list system um, often, like once a month at least. And I will have notes on my phone and things written on the back of my hand and I'll just be a hot mess. It's not until I kind of bring all of that information back together and consolidate it and stick it down to my to-do list, which I carry with me every day anyway. It's not like I'm not carrying the list. I'm carrying the list around, but still writing stuff on my hand. Like what is going on? But if I can consolidate all of that onto one list, makes me feel so much better. So I encourage you to try out one of those things or all of those things. Get yourself a reset process, lean into a calendar system and find a to-do list that works for you and you will feel so much more organized. You will feel like you are getting your life together and you will then have more time in life for the things that really matter to you and that's really important to me as well. 
If you want to get more hints and tips, more strategies on how you can streamline your business and your life, I encourage you to join us at the Simply Business Summit happening next June in beautiful Burley Heads up on the Gold Coast. I really hope you can join us. Early bird tickets are on sale right now, but they will sell out. So please don't wait. Um, There is a payment um, plan option so you don't have to pay for it all up front. We want to make it as accessible as possible for small small business owners who are looking to um, level up their business, to grow their business and most importantly to find more time in life for the things that really matter. If that resonates with you, then please do join us in Burley Heads. I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I will talk to you next week. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 